Welcome to the Corporate Coven Podcast, a show where we will co-create the future of work in the age of Aquarius, using contemplative career practices and holistic human resources. I'm your host, Jessica Munson, aka That Witch From Work. Let's take a moment to discuss Virgo energy and how to identify Virgo in the workplace. Now, I want to be clear that I'm not talking about how to spot someone that has a Virgo sun, Virgo moon, Virgo mercury, or Virgo rising, or anything of that nature. I want to spend more time talking about the archetype of Virgo and how you can identify the positive or beneficial or useful energies of Virgo, as well as the challenging, negative, or unproductive energies of Virgo. My intention with this episode is to keep it short and sweet, but in the future, if you'd like me to do more of a deep dive, I'd be happy to do that as well. And to bring this to life, I want to share an example. I have a friend at work who embodies Virgo energy, and He's a good friend and makes it a point to listen to my episodes, which I really appreciate. So if you're listening to this now, you'll know it's about you because you shared this example with me numerous times. I have a friend at work who helps develop training content and material. Now, the nature of training is not necessarily Virgo energy, but the idea of continual improvement How can we take what is currently existing and make it a little bit better, right? This is Virgo energy. How can we improve? How can we get something as close to perfect as possible? And a funny experience that my friend has shared with me is that in designing training material and content, he'll have previous coworkers reach out to him and send him slides or images and ask, you know, something is off about this, and I just can't quite tell what it is. And he'll be able to respond with, oh, it's off by one megapixel. If you move it one megapixel to the right, everything will be aligned again. And it's that level of attention that Virgo can bring to a work environment. It's not just that Virgo has the ability to be detail-oriented, Because that's like a mentality, right? Like, I have the capacity to be detail-oriented. There are elements of my job where I work in data and I need to flex that muscle. I need to prioritize that skill that I can bring to the table. But it's not innate. I actually benefit from sending my work to other people. Um, It's not as easy for me. Virgo energy is, I can't help but notice. Not I can notice if I spend enough time looking at it. It's I can't help but notice that something is off. Something is out of alignment. Something is the wrong shade. Actually, I had a previous boss where I would create PowerPoint presentations for her. And I would send her like a draft of just like, just check the content and make sure I'm on the right mark. But you know, I'll make it look beautiful later. And she would point out that my font sizes were different. And I would think like, oh, this just doesn't even matter right now. That's not even why I'm sending it to you. But Virgo is, I can't help but notice, right? 
that something is off, something isn't quite right. It's not perfect yet. Virgo energy also shows up when it's really hard to feel like a project is done. You know, I'm, I'm guessing that we've all had bosses this way where we just keep a working draft of everything because nothing is ever considered final. You take it to them and every single time you take it, there's something new for you to work on. There's something new to be developed. There's a new, like a, a spin to put on it or something like that because it's never perfect, right? There's always something that can be adjusted or improved upon. Virgo energy is also very pragmatic. And so Virgo energy comes up with individuals who are excellent at creating SOPs. An SOP, for those of you that are unfamiliar, is an acronym that stands for Standard Operating Procedure. And it's essentially the how-to guide to do work. Um, you know, this idea of, you know, this is how I do it. Here's all of the steps that you need to know. And again, I don't have a ton of Virgo energy in my chart. So when I start getting trained, I write down like lists of, well, you have to do this and then you have to do that. Whereas a Virgo might curate an incredible document that has a table of contents, page numbers, screenshots, and is therefore like archived and versioned every time there's a new update. Right, it's that um, pragmatic. This is what makes sense to me. This is the, this isn't just what you need to do, but this is the order in which you need to do it. And here's all of the other things that you might not think about, but are actually really important to the process. These are the little clues, right? If you've listened to me talk about Virgo energy in previous podcast episodes, I, t I talk about this. Virgo is the details, and it's the little clues that lets you know what's going on. Pisces energy is intuitive. Well, I, I just always do it this way. You know, this just makes sense to me, but I can't explain why. And I couldn't train someone else on how to do it, which is why I think Virgo shows up really well in training capacities. You know, let me be very detailed and let me think about all the little things that you need to know to be successful or to get this as close to perfect as possible. To be clear, though, Virgo is not a fixed sign. Virgo is mutable earth. And mutable signs have this ability to be adaptable and flexible. And so Virgo energy is not, this is the way that I have been trained. And so this is the way that I will always do it. And this is the way that you need to do it too. Not at all. This is why Virgo is really good at archiving and making updates. Because the more that Virgo learns, the better they are at their job. It's that idea of continuous improvement. It's also very Kaizen. If anyone is familiar with the Kaizen way, um, this came out of Toyota manufacturing, but it's been applied in mental health uh, situations and contexts as well. And there are different like elements of Kaizen. Um, you know, there's the element of like eliminating waste, right? Like where are you dedicating effort that is fruitless? or is inefficient, it creates redundancies, or there's excess in some way, right? So how do you reduce waste and streamline processes? But it's also the idea of doing work in small incremental ways and making like small improvements. And that's very Virgo as well, right? Like small and bite-sized. I remember listening to a podcast episode from uh, Jeff Hinshaw from Cosmic Cousins, and I think he might have credited Anne Ortley for this, actually, who he studied under. Um, 
So it, it came from one of these two people. And I'm, I'm sure someone else, you know, had the original thought, but I want you to be able to trace back my line of thinking here um, to where I originally heard this concept. But I heard that, you know, people with Virgo moon in particular love eating finger foods. So this idea like little bite-sized, um, you know, it can it can fit easily, you can hold it easily, and that's very Kaizen, isn't it? So anytime that you're doing Kaizen or lean or something like that, that's a very Virgo quality of how do we take something down and pay attention to the small pieces of it and look for efficiencies, look for ways to make small improvements that will ultimately have a massive impact on a project or an organization but you do it in, you know, this really detailed step-by-step -step way. And so it's easy to identify Virgo energy when it's embodied by our colleagues, right? It's the people that we send our emails to to ask them to proofread it. It's the designers that can tell us the exact, you know, pixel or pigment or something that we should be using. So it's just right. You know, they, they know this um, they can see this and identify this. They can help us with this. These are also the people that are always looking to improve whatever you're doing. And so they always have feedback to give as well. And so earlier when I said, you know, oh, like, you know, the positive or the negative or the productive or the unproductive, this requires um, two people to interpret this situation, right? Like no situation is inherently good or bad. It's the way we experience it is where we assign the morality to it. So when it's productive, this is when we're open to feedback. And when the feedback is delivered in a respectful and uh, intentional and conscious way, when it's thoughtfully curated and delivered, but we also have to be open to it, right? Um, it's unproductive when we have someone with this talent and this skill, but we become fixed or bullheaded and we refuse to be open to making an adjustment. And so the idea of, you know, holding people with unconditional positive regard is really important here. And to assume positive intent from our colleagues and our coworkers. And I think it's important to remember too, again, this mutable energy. Virgo is open to change, but you might need to convince them of the value first. Right? So if you come to someone with really strong Virgo energy and you're telling them to... Uh, do something that goes against what they've written down in their SOP, you need to have a really good reason to convince them to make this change. They'll be open to it once you help them understand the benefits, right? Virgo is willing to do work, but they really want to make sure, and this is true for any earth sign, they really want to make sure that there will be a strong return on their investment. Virgo is ruled by the planet Mercury, and it's also exalted in Mercury. And so when Virgo energy is matured, and when this talent is developed, not when it's raw or undeveloped, we can identify this clearly in people who have really strong uh, communication styles, who are maybe really good technical writers. Um, there's this mercurial quality of communication and education, which is why I think that Virgo shows up really beautifully in training environments, um, but you don't have to be part of a training organization. Uh, everyone has the opportunity to like help cross-train people at work or to expose people to different things, but there is this ability to uh, like share ideas and to educate others um, and to kind of like pass down wisdom, right? Uh, 
And so Virgo energy also shows up in roles where there is a communication. It's not the same as Mercury though, because it does feel a bit more technical or a bit more, um, I'm not just talking for the sake of talking and not just sharing ideas for you to, you know, believe something or be inspired, but I'm actually telling you something that is useful to you. Like you need to know this, right? I think about policies or employee handbooks or something like that where the the level of attention to detail is really important like the fine print is really important but it also just can't be like fluffy sentences that make no sense like they need to um again like be bite-sized they need to be like tangible and practical like i need to understand this i need this to be obvious on how i can apply it in meaningful ways and so i also think of Virgo, when I think about like acronyms, for example, I'm going to go back to the SOP. Like that's for me, that's such a Virgo thing of let me take, you know, a standard operating procedure, but let me make it bite-sized and easy to remember. So that way it's easy for you to use and come back to, right? Now, a difficult piece of Virgo is the temptation to move into spaces which might feel like neurotic or over analytical and cause anxiety in the body and in the mind um, and like hyperfixation to some extent and so this is something to be mindful of with Virgo energy and to be conscious of that within yourself but also within your colleagues as well and to be prepared to be supportive of people that are struggling with maybe the more challenging pieces of Virgo energy right? Um, Virgo energy in our chart shows up in ways that hinder our creativity or stifle this. While I was working with my mentor, Eugenia Kroc, uh, we were reviewing some data and this is something that became very clear and it was really powerful to see the individuals that we were working with to kind of unlock this in their own individual charts, but being able to identify um, specific elements of Virgo within themselves, which prevented them from taking risks, from feeling courageous and bold, and maybe embodying more of like the fire sign energy of just like going out there and rising up and shining bright. Um, Virgo can be really scared to do that because they know it's not right yet. It's not good enough yet. It's not perfect yet. And so some of this is being able to like talk about, um, you know, the MVP, the minimum viable product, like it's good enough. It's sufficient. I actually, this is just reminding me, I had, uh, an old coworker that was a tennis player. And I remember her telling me that her tennis team, instead of, you know, reaching for perfection, they would like reach for sufficiency and they would like, cheer it on. I'm like, yes, that was so totally sufficient. And it was like this, this thing that they had. And it's so funny to remember this now. Um, because that's very like Virgo is like, you know, it can be sufficient. It doesn't have to be perfect. It can be good enough. There is a humility to Virgo, despite their efforts to, you know, reach perfection because they never quite feel like they get there. There's this beautiful like, humility in Virgo as well, which is why, again, I think that they're very open to feedback and they're open to change so long as they can be convinced that the feedback and the change is helpful to them. So you do need to let them 
really understand and integrate whatever feedback you're giving them and make it practical and applicable. It can't be empty words for a Virgo. So if you are a Virgo sun, moon, rising, Mercury, Venus, Mars, if you have a Venus stellium, um, or just a really strong and like well-supported Virgo placement in your chart, even if it's not a personal planet or a pileup, then this energy could be your energy. I think that in the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment, consistency is one that I would, um, because it's part of the executing domain, then it feels like an earth sign to me, but I see this as the energy that transitions into Libra. And I think that there's a natural relationship and flow, not necessarily a hierarchy, but like a path to be walked, if you will, uh, between the zodiac signs. And because Libra follows Virgo season, I see the connection point and consistency from Virgo into Libra. So I would also assign consistency to, um, potentially like some Libra strengths as well. But if you have the strength of consistency, then like balance and fairness are really important, which is where like I feel that Libra energy, but the way someone would go about ensuring, uh, balance and fairness is actually by creating environments with consistency. And one way to do that is to have really clear policies and procedures right? So this is where the strength of Virgo supports the desire of Libra, right? If you want balance, if you want fairness, if you want equity, then the way to do that is by having really clear rules, right? And holding people accountable to them. And I see Virgo being the channel which helps deliver that environment. Again, these are the people that write employee handbooks really well and who make it a point to use language and provide training material that helps people like know what to do and apply it in meaningful ways right it's one thing to say like oh you know we believe in diversity for example you know we believe in uh, bringing in people that have a lot of different like beliefs and um, ideas and backgrounds but then you have you know, referral processes, which prioritize friends and you have, um, you know, people getting promoted, even though there's no like true performance management system or metrics or whatever. These are all like Virgo type things. You know, the nine box is actually very, very Virgo, um, actually, and writing down like, or having clear behavioral-based interview questions that every candidate is asked and having a rating scale of those candidates, for example, um, those are elements of consistency and that's very Virgo. Virgo is what you have to do first before you can expect anything happening in Libra. And so this is where I see consistency showing up uh, as a strength for people who have really awesome Virgo energy in their chart. I think a ranger is another like a good one, although I would expect to see a ranger from someone who maybe has like a Mars Virgo, like a strong Mars Mercury Virgo even, because um, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like passive. It, this is very much about like how you take action, but this is someone who really wants to take ownership over a process. And so I would expect to see other 
um, maybe fire strengths supporting this or maybe like a really strong cancer energy as well um, to really like bring this out in the natal chart but I think a ranger could really lend itself to Virgo energy. This is a really strong skill for people that have project management type roles and so again like I there's some like element of leadership or some support from I think fire um, but the ability to organize and pay attention to every single like little thing that's happening on the team like well um, especially in uh, waterfall type projects where there's like a clear linear like order of events that needs to happen and so the timing and the execution of these things is really important and you kind of help uh, oversee these elements right so it's not like the strongest for me it doesn't feel as strong as consistency but I might expect to see a ranger in somebody's top five strengths as well. And this is essentially what I aim to do with my clients in the strengths in the natal chart readings is having them take the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment and then identifying those areas of the chart that are gifting those individuals the strengths. And then what's so cool about this, for example, is if you are somebody who say has placements in Virgo, and you have some of these strengths that Virgo can offer people, then we can look at your transits and identify what are some opportunities for you to employ these meaningfully in the workplace or do they even exist, right? Like are you misaligned in, in an environment where you don't get to play to your strengths or your strengths aren't recognized or valued and what other opportunities are there to find, uh, you know, like I don't want to use the word employee again, but like, you know, what other opportunities do you have to embody these strengths or to apply them in meaningful ways and, you know, in service to other people? And so, um, you know, we can talk about, you know, Venus and Virgo right now. What does that mean? What's that going to feel like um, as, you know, other things shift and start making aspects, you know, the, the Mars Venus square right now, like what will that be like for someone who has these strengths? We can talk about that and also identify um, potential upcoming transits, you know, like when is the next time that this part of your chart will be activated for better or for worse? And what can you do now to mature these strengths? You know, we use a concept in the balcony or in the basement. How can we move these strengths up into the balcony so that way they can be felt as strengths by the individual, but also recognized as strengths by their coworkers or by their bosses or by the important people in their life, right? So if this was a fun and interesting episode to you, please let me know in the comments. I would love to know if you have Virgo in your chart and if you have any of the strengths that we talked about today. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want to book the strengths in the natal chart reading with me, check out my website, www.thatwitchfromwork.com. Right now, this offering is at a discounted rate. I will be raising my rates on this towards the end of the year. So if you want to take advantage of this offer um, at the discounted price, book now. And you can expect that when Libra season hits, we'll be doing a deep dive into Libra as well. Thank you.